Hello and thank you for tuning in to Forbidden Secrets Raw and Uncut Podcast. Your feedback matters, if you would like to provide feedback and or express your point of view please click the message link attached to the program or you can email ForbiddenSecret22 at gmail.com. What's good y'all? It's your boy Demario, uh, aka Prodigal Son. You tuned in to Forbidden Secrets Raw and Uncut, where a place where we can have forbidden conversations. Um, I just wanted to jump on and like give y'all a little background of who I am so y'all can know who the host is and you know just kind of get a feel for who I am and um, what I'm about. Um, I can start off like I said beginning my name is Demario Richardson. I do serve as a retention health educator. Um, I primarily work with individuals who follow out of care uh, for six months or longer and my goal is to go into the community and to uh, do my best in meeting the client where they're at to try to re-engage them uh, back into medical care. Uh, some of the supportive services that we offer are things like transportation, of course, one-on-one support, groups, uh, incentives like gift cards for those that experience um, you know, homelessness without having food and things of that nature. Um, I really love my job. I've been there um, within four years, probably four years, I believe, this month. Um, but within those four years, I feel like I learned a lot. Um, definitely uh, to my advantage. Um, And I've been able to grow uh, throughout those four years. So um, within that time frame, I was able to become an advocate, uh, specifically for those living with HIV since that's the population I primarily served. And I also um, have lived experience. So it's just a lot to me. Uh, You'll learn and get to unfold as time uh, go along and you uh, visit more episodes. Uh, For the most part, I consider myself a very private person Uh, or I should say disagree. So uh, really um, being, you know, vocal uh, in this format is something new to me. um, And it's something that I want to take on as well as I get older, um, because I believe we all have a voice within us um, that we hide, um, that we share. But the crazy part about it is I don't like hearing myself talk. It's weird, but I, I feel like I don't sound the way I should sound. But again, that's an internal problem. And I'm gonna overcome that. by the end of this uh, season. But yeah, so like I said, um, I primarily work with those in the community. Um, you'll find me at our coordinated entry uh, facilities like hospitals, um, domestic violence, or behavioral health uh, centers. Y'all gotta excuse my uh, Alexa in the background. Uh, let me know what time it is. <laughs> but excuse me for that. But like I was saying, um, you'll find me at like the uh, domestic violence shelters, behavioral health clinics, hospitals. Uh, I've been um, in crack houses. I've been on the streets and the shelters, you name it. I mean, a lot of that is because um, I have a lot of relateness to it. You know what I'm saying? I can relate to it. Um, I didn't have the best childhood growing up, but I didn't have the worst either. But um, it was it's enough for me to understand uh, some of the lifestyles that some of these people live. Um, and for that reason, I'm not, I don't have no reason to judge, you know. Sometimes when people don't live in certain lifestyles, they judge it or they just, you know, have their nose turned up because they're uneducated about something. But um, I was fortunate enough to uh, be familiar with some of the uh, lifestyles that I've encountered. And I've been successful um, in engaging these folk back in the care. So I really love what I do aside from that. I've done trainings. Um, I love to sing. I love to write. I kind of put that to the back burner because if you know anything about writing the music, for me, I get writer's block and it's just 
hard for me to pick up the pen sometimes because I'm afraid of what, what may come out. And it might be too much of the truth if you want to keep it real. Uh, but that's still something that I'm, you know, that I love dearly. Uh, but I still write. Um, I also serve as a co-chair of our Missouri HIV Justice Coalition here in Missouri. Um, if you didn't know, uh, Missouri just passed some laws um, that was focused on people living with HIV and living with hepatitis that could penalize them and get imprisonment just for someone being exposed to HIV. So if you're wondering what that looks like, just imagine if you were uh, a person that ran a marathon and you were running with someone and that person spit, because uh, everybody spits when they run at some point, and a person says, oh, you disclose your status to that person and somebody says, oh, well, you spit in front of me, you exposed me to HIV, and then they call the police. That previously they could do that and you could be uh, subjected to uh, criminalization if they decided to. And you have to go out through the court systems. But there's people like Robert Suttle and Michael Johnson uh, that has stories that are examples of what could, could happen. And a lot of those, um, when you come to the criminal justice system, we already know uh, people of color, black and brown people, are mostly subjected to jail time and um, harsh imprisonment sentences. So just imagine when it comes to diagnosing somebody because of a health condition. I personally don't believe no one should be diagnosed because of a health condition. If anything, it leads back to a behavioral issue, um, which should be a mental health treatment plan. Uh, but I don't believe that people should be locked up for having HIV. Even if people are intentionally given to someone, yes, they should be held responsible and accountable um, because there are other things that may come with that. But I don't think just for uh, primarily having HIV, someone should be charged or, you know what I'm saying, feel some kind of way. And I wholeheartedly believe in that. So shout out to Miss Latricia Miles, who, uh, definitely um, took me in and mentored me. Uh, Devin, he also was another one that mentored me. Um, Molly Pearson, uh, Pew, shout out to her. And just to people that's been around me that molded me um, to be able to be a part of something that great. Uh, Miss Latricia and them been working on those laws for 11 years and they finally came to a medium. And a lot of people didn't agree with it because there's some provisions in there where they're still focusing on sex workers at a higher penalty and they're still trying to give out a felony. But I do believe in order for you to, to meet somewhere, you gotta meet in the middle. And at this moment, it's good to have moved a little bit further than to move back. And then while we're in the position that we're in, we can educate our legal stakeholders and our health associations and our local community members and allies of the change. And that way, when we move forward, all we have to do is educate. So that's another milestone that, I, um, that I'm just really proud of and I'm um, happy to say I've been a part of. Um, but for like I said, for these four years, I've really, uh, really focused myself on building up my advocacy. Uh, so now that, I, now that I know about policy um, and coalition building and capacity building and things of that nature, I want to um, pass that information on to my counterparts. Um, yeah, so like I said, am I missing anything? Um, I'm just really down earth, cool guy. I came up with the idea of Forbidden Secrets because I just found that a lot of times when I'm in a community and I talk about things, people are oblivious to what I'm talking about. And I'm like, how come you don't know about this information? Um, even something as small as a policy, um, especially as a person of color, uh, a lot of times you hear your counterparts, we talk about how we're oppressed and how we go through this. And there's very much so racism, um, but you never find the tools to change that. Um, I find it that I find that there's a lot of you know people being vocal, but there's not a lot of action put into it. And it's a lot to do with 
not being educated. So who knew that you could call your legislator and make a complaint or get two or three people together and start building a coalition and get together and collaborate with lobbyists and put a buzz into a legislator's ear and, you know, change laws and policies. It's, it's, it's very possible. Um, and these are the things that our community are missing out on. And so that's what led me to like, hey, we need an outlet to like just have open dialogue and conversations of why we can't reach specific demographics, let alone people needing to express themselves. So all in all, I think it's a great idea. I'm looking forward to a great year. Uh, that's a little bit about me. Um, if you want to find out more or you want to ask more questions, go ahead and click the leave a message link or you can email us at ForbiddenSecret22 at gmail.com or find us on Facebook and check out the other episodes. I look forward to engaging with you guys. Um, I'm looking forward to your feedback. I'm looking forward to, um, you know, collaborating. So if you want to be on the show, go ahead and send over that email as well. And until next time, I'll take